Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Kieran, today on Wealth Made Simple, we're going to talk about starting very young and educating children, because that's, I think, a very important topic. I, I think it's something that is so so poorly done by so so many and by society in general and it's something that gets completely overlooked by the adult population in in general and yeah i i completely agree it's it's something that the younger you, the younger you start i mean that there's nothing wrong with starting when they start learning to count once they've learned to count they can learn they can learn finances well, counting is all about finances, isn't it? If you think about it, in a roundabout way, numbers. In a roundabout way, yeah. And I think because people aren't taught financial education in the sense that you and I mean financial education, yeah, uh, they then kind of think the children should have some kind of a similar upbringing uh, in a different way sometimes, uh, but they don't always uh, pay enough uh, attention to teaching children uh, how, to, in those early and formative years, how to go about learning about education when it comes to finances and i think it's incredibly important uh because when you, when you go in in an open wide world your I, I feel children uh, and i talk about my own experiences in fact kieran uh i don't think we're ready i don't think i was ready i definitely wasn't ready um i mean my first bout of financial education if you like was oh wait I've, I've i've got to do a rental application how, how, how do i do that deposit money holding security what no one ever do no one ever goes through that with you they don't do that and i think we all underestimate how much it actually costs uh i mean it might be slightly different for you but uh, in the asian community generally speaking um we don't tend to pay any type of ground rent or boarding charge to our parents, generally speaking. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, that must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> uh, it is nice uh, until you become a parent. My, pa- my parents took twenty <laughs> percent of my paper round money. You know what? I, I, could, I personally, I think that's good. Yeah, when when, when the, my first my first paper round set of money. I earned myself £12, and I got home, and I was super excited because, you know, I've got £12 to spend. And that's it. And this was back in... £2.40, mate, or whatever. Back, yeah. back, in the, back in the 90s. And, yeah, my father was like, excellent. You are now earning money. You can pay rent. I was like, what? No, 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 no. And he goes, also, no more pocket money. You're now earning for yourself. Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> And, and you thought you were in the money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. From, from with that experience, okay, then you go out in the open wide world and let's say you, you buy your own house uh, and you, you move out. And there's so many costs that 
you're unaware of because you never participated in those conversations, generally speaking. You never paid those. And I'm not saying everybody doesn't. I'm not saying everybody in the Asian community doesn't pay ground or boarding rent or boarding yeah. charges. Maybe some of them do, but generally speaking, uh, most people I talk to don't. And uh, some of them might contribute as when they start working towards some of the bills, but they don't f- fully uh, participate and uh, have an understanding. And just the food cost of the shopping, and then you've got the counter attack, and then you've got the gas, electric, the mortgage, the water, uh, the water okay, and, the, and everything else that adds up. You soon realize this is ex- an expensive business. Insurances that are compulsory for certain mortgage products. Yeah, including life insurance. Yeah. Um, and I think people just aren't ready. And, and not just that, uh, I hear a lot of people saying, uh, as in adults, I'm not good with numbers. Yeah. I'm not good with finances. I don't quite understand it. Uh, never been taught it. Uh, never really been interested because uh, I, I have an aversion to it. Uh, and yet, they don't think to teach their children that, thinking I've had, I have a, some form of an aversion to it. Maybe I should start my children early. And I'm not saying it's their fault, by the way. It's people don't stop and think about these things. No, and people in general, in my experience, they repeat what they have learnt. And so because they were never taught it, they had to figure it out by themselves. They then in turn don't teach it because it doesn't occur to them because it's not a conversation that you had. It was, oh, well, this this is just a thing. Okay, right. Okay, thanks, Mum and Dad. I'm moving out now. Okay, cool. Off you go. Go do your rental application, your mortgage application, whichever boat you're in when, when you move out, if you're lucky enough to be, you know, going, going straight for a mortgage straight away. I applaud you. But the majority will rent first for a bit. Okay. It's a long and big bit at the minute. Well, well it has been for the last well, 25 yeah. years, but if not longer. That the first time... You look at all of those things that we ju- we just said, you know, water, gas, council tax, insurances, food shop, you know, luxury items, making sure that you, of, of all the ridiculous things, something that you, you never realise as a child, child, cleaning the house, yeah. cleaning the house on, you know, regularly to keep the house in a good condition has to be done regularly. But then you've got your internet, you've got, uh, you internet, might have Sky, TV, Netflix, Sky, yeah. Amazon, yeah. whatever the... the streaming platforms. Uh, streaming platforms there are. It all adds up. Yeah, all of a sudden, that paycheck you yeah. thought you had... You don't have. ...doesn't stretch very far. So you think, get them back with my parents. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, that's just part of the story because, I mean, what there are, there's plenty of research out there, by the way, and there are studies that show children who receive a financial education in the early and formative years tend to make better financial choices when they become adults and they're more comfortable with these things they're more confident confident sorry uh, they tend to be more competent as well uh, and they understand the value of money earlier in, in life therefore they can budget confidently they can talk about finances confidently uh, and they some of them tend to adopt this mindset of investing and saving from a younger age. Yeah, and when you look at overall financial education overall, I mean, I personally think some of this should be taught in schools as part of your maths class, you know, and how to fill in your forms and how to understand your budget. Um, And to a degree, some of it is, but it's not labelled as such. And I think it is the role of the parents to reinforce this when when, when you get further down the road. Um, but 
they they have this like you say parents have this aversion oh i'm not very good with numbers so there's almost a fear of having that open conversation that open two-way communication you know we're going to go through the bills this month daughter son you know would you want to sit with mum, dad and go through it with us so that you understand what's going on i mean as a kid my goal in life because you know explains how much you understand as a child was i wanted to earn twenty four thousand pound a year because in my brain Mm -hmm. that was two thousand pound a month a lot of money back in those days um back in those days yeah it was it was a really good salary back in those days okay fine but 24 grand a year even back then was not two grand a month it never has been you're gonna pay tax but but that's not taught to children either and so yeah the money to a child generally has no value i want that bank of mum and dad i get that there's no value transaction there so when it does become your turn to have to put a value on that you've no idea whether well for a start you've no idea whether you're getting ripped off yeah but i think teaching and there's lots of people out there who seek financial independence as they become adults and grown-ups uh and they have this desire to have the independence okay uh in terms of not being tied down to a particular way of living just because they've got debts or bills to pay. Uh, so a lot of people I speak to, and you've obviously been in the room many times, especially when we're uh, talking to groups of people, talk about financial independence. And in fact, that's one of the biggest ones. What do you want to get yeah. out of life? Financial freedom, freedom is the word they use, but freedom and independence yeah. will uh, assume both mean the same thing in this wider context. Uh, yet if you teach children financial literacy, okay, uh, earlier on in their life, they're more likely to be- become financially independent financially independent when they're adults because yeah. they understand these things uh, and then they can manage their finances better they're more likely to avoid debt and bad and toxic debt which we've covered uh, on a previous yeah. uh, episode uh, and they're more likely to make more informed investment choices because it's likely they probably started investing when they were younger in some shape way form act or manner yeah I, it just makes sense doesn't it, it, it when you it talk does, through it and think about it for for all those people who and last week you were talking you covered a little bit about get rich quick schemes in terms of generating wealth and that's all well and good i don't personally believe they exist i think they are a dangerous rabbit hole to go down there is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme in general short of winning the lottery but i don't play the lottery that's not in your control though is it that's not exactly that's not in your control but generating wealth is time-consuming fundamentally it is that there, there, there is no short general yeah short if you look at generally speaking but let's not talk about the oil industry gas and oil industry or the tech industry generally speaking if you look at most business owners it takes a long time you're right well, it takes a long I, I, time I, I, and to, that's just the way it is to quote one of the wealthiest people on the planet warren buffett why don't more people do what you do mr buffett well because nobody wants to get rich slow hmm yeah yeah anyone can do what warren buffett did yeah and is doing looks at stocks takes a long-term view 
understands, you know, okay, he's got some education, he's and there has been some luck in his path. But in general, to get to where he's at, there's very little luck involved. A lot of it is forethought, information, understanding, financial literacy. Patience and persistence. And patience and persistence. And, okay, when was the first... So, interesting question. When was the first time the public really heard of Warren Buffett? I'd say maybe 25 years ago. 25, 30 years ago, maybe. Mm. No, you're, 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 you're. I'm thinking about me, am I? Yeah. No, well, you've been into self development, financial education, yeah. the Financial Institute for a long, long time. So you've prob- you probably heard of him before. In the 90s, yeah. Others. But the wider world didn't start hearing about him until 2008. Okay. Because he, he, he made some remarks on Bitcoin when it came out. And yeah. then that cat. And, but he, and was he was all- right, was he? <laughs> but he was also one of the first. Billionaire, uh, was it billionaire? Not billionaire. Yeah, one of the first billionaires, public billionaires, as it were, um, and to pass certain thresholds like fifty billion, yeah, so on and so forth. I think you might even hit a hundred at one point. Can't remember now, but but the point is that he's been investing in companies and stocks and shares in in the stock exchange since I think the seventies. A long time, yeah. So since the 70s, okay, he's a billionaire now, but he wasn't a billionaire back then. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a billionaire in the 80s or the 90s. took 30 years. Probably longer. For that to become a realisation. Slowly but surely, yeah. I think it's Barclay Hathaway, isn't it, his company? Yes. Uh, So, yeah, it took me a long time. Yeah. So let's get into the nuts and bolts, Kieran. People listening uh, or watching the live stream and thinking, well, where do I start? I, I don't know where to start. You guys are talking about this stuff. It's really important. I get it. I like it. I want to start. Where do I start? And I think, as you've said, as, when children learn to count, with that, you can get them involved in financial literacy and start bringing some conversations about finances and money. Obviously, you've got games out there, uh, yeah. which you can play with, get kids involved, engaged, have a bit of fun as well. Uh, but I think with that, I'd start by slowly trying to explain to children how much things cost, where money comes from, uh, even if it's just in terms of uh, um, uh, employment, and then talk about saving, spending, giving, investing, slowly, slowly, so that they can get their mind into, oh, this is how this works. And I think you should also, and this is just my opinion, avoid the phrase, "Uh, mum, dad, I want this. Yeah, well, tough because money doesn't grow on trees. 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 Okay. With so many things in life, and children, I think, understand this on a subliminal level, but they won't understand it on a conscious level. But when there is a problem, for example, in the workplace, and, you know, take, take our office, for example. I never come to you with just a problem. I come to you with a problem, and here's the solution. These are the things we can do to fix it. And I, th- like I say, on a subliminal level, I think children understand that concept very well. But when you say to them, money doesn't grow on trees, you're essentially just giving them a problem, and you're not offering any further explanation. It's bad programming, isn't it? Money yeah. doesn't grow on trees. We're working to pay the bills. You've got to be 
doing something bad uh, to be making yeah. loads yeah. of money money is is it, the it, root it, to evil all evil the love of money is the root to all evil all that kind of stuff is negative connotations yeah it, it, and and that's the problem with the most people have and I'm straying a little into mindset here but most people have an internal loop of phrases and things they tell themselves it's why people say and it has been said that you should never be self-deprecating even if it's only a jest because your mind doesn't understand the difference it hears you say the words and it applies them so that's why positive affirmations are such a such a big thing and the same goes for money if you are constantly telling your children money doesn't grow on trees money is bad money is the root of by blah 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 hard, yeah. you're you're creating in them this financial loop of money is difficult money is a problem money is an issue money is difficult money is a problem money is an issue is it any wonder that they don't they they don't do well with it in the future and in the uk you know obviously talking about money to some extent is a is it's it's not kind of frowned upon it's yeah it's a, it's a bit of a taboo topic isn't it it know? is a little bit let's not talk about money uh, and i think people need to just get comfortable with it yeah. i disagree talk about money talk about money and be, be be comfortable with it uh, so start early yep uh, and then secondly i think it's it's important Kieran, is set a good example because children learn more by observing than by listening yes they do so how are you doing things how are you managing your finances uh, if you're looking to book a holiday get the children involved uh, or get a child involved in look we'll, we'll look around and see where we get the best deal from the hotels the flights whatever it might be even if it's just a holiday uh, to the local seaside or or a trip to the local seaside get them involved so they start thinking like that you know that, that you've got to uh, shop around and you're trying to find the the best deal that that you can uh, and you got to manage the process i think the process is is, is really important very important uh, and uh, and when they see that then they they're more likely to say i quite like what's going on here can i get more involved yeah children are by nature intrigued by what's going on inquisitive so they they want want to learn more so i think setting a, a good positive example on money management is incredibly important we would already talked about obviously games and activities both in terms of actual physical games but activities you can come up with yourself yeah. like we're going to book a holiday okay let's see look around and see who t- can find, t- t- find the best deal if you've got more than one ch- child let's have a competition see who can find the best deal there you go yeah you know, you've both got access to the internet you can go but see who can find the best deal well let's all do it and we'll, we'll all do it yeah let's all fa- do it family game yeah. um i think and then have some kind of a prize at the end some kind of a yeah. reward so children incentive yeah yeah and and so they learn yeah effort equals reward yeah or effort with good outcome equals reward and um th- game, games like monopoly i love monopoly uh-huh i know you do um i've got eight different versions of it i think but anyway that by the by i've always been super competitive when it comes to monopoly and i learned very quickly that the best way to win a monopoly and i hope you're listening kids best way to win a monopoly is to be cash poor but property rich 100% i don't care what property i land on i buy, buy stuff it. Yeah, yeah i buy i buy i buy i don't have enough okay can, can can i draw money in from you know wherever to buy more more properties more property more 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 whereas my sister liked having cash and cash goes 
I said to Dee and... And you get an idea of how often the board got flipped because she didn't win. Yeah, I learned that very on, early on when I was playing Monopoly. I think the first or second game, the one I lost, I hold a minute, that person won. Well, well, they own most of the real estate. Yeah. Okay, so they were going to win because I was just paying them out. Yeah, and, and, and Monopoly is a really good um, cut-down idea of life. If you just have a job and you don't invest anything... You go around the board, you pass go, you collect your monthly salary. You go around the board, you pass go, you collect your monthly salary. If you invest, you get results. And I think that's a really important lesson, and Monopoly teaches it fantastically. Yeah, if you invest right, but you are, and yeah. you'll get a much better return. Uh, and I think that that in itself, Kieran, is one of the biggest, I say, lessons, uh, you could say advice you can share with anybody. Yes. It's that slow trickle-down effect of investments over a longer time period. Uh, and it's eye-opening, and you can link it back to Warren Buffett if you like, but you look at, you know, if I invest a pound, what's the impact of that, okay, or in terms of return over 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, and then you increase that amount, and you soon realise this is big numbers over a period of time, but this is big numbers. Mary Poppins said it best when it comes to investment. Tuppence cautiously invested i'm skipping the in the bank because you know banks today um, <laughs> <laughs> but soon comes pound and you know okay yeah 2p becomes a pound and bear in mind that mary poppins was set around before you were born yeah oh, oh <laughs> before you were born <laughs> oh i want to say the 60s 50s Probably. 60s a while back yeah it was or it might have even been, you know, set earlier than that. I honestly can't remember. But anyway, two pence was a lot of money back then. And a pound was, you know, on your way to being proper wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know? In the 60s, yeah. Through the 60s, yeah. And, and, and that, that's, you know, but it's, it's that process, isn't it, of, and, you know, you see on, online all the time, you know, the little jokes, would you rather have... £10,000 today or a penny that doubles every day for 30 days. Yeah, I've seen that calculation. Uh, it's eye-opening, isn't it? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, what, do, you, do, you rem- do you happen to remember the answer? In terms of what you... What, or what? A penny doubled every day for 30 days. Oh, yeah. The penny's going to end up being a lot more than 10000 I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I, well... Uh, I'll have a quick. quick you have look. a quick uh, look if you like. Uh, I mean, no, I've, no. I've done it in a, in a, in a, in I've, a I've d- I've done different guys, but talking to people about investment. But yeah. while I look at that, uh, I was sharing some tips with people in terms of what yes. they could do. So I said, start early. Set a good example because children learn from what they see. Uh, get them involved in games and activities. And I think what's important, Kieran, is to have open conversations where you create a safe space. Well, children can ask questions, uh, but also they they feel very relaxed talking about money, uh, and enjoy it. Yep. Go on, then you're going to give me uh, and uh, all of us uh, so information. If, if you doubled a penny every day for thirty days, mm-hmm. you would start on day one with a penny. Yes. On day thirty, mm-hmm. you would have five million three hundred and sixty-eight thousand. Seven hundred nine pounds and twelve pence. 
Let me say that again. Five million. Is that what Uncle Google tells us? That is what Uncle Google tells us. And Uncle Google is never wrong. Um, but I, I, I think, yeah, going, going back to what you said about having that open conversation and is also realizing that, you know, we said earlier that a lot of people, oh, I'm bad with money, so, yeah. And because of that, they don't want to have that conversation or they're fearful of that conversation because they don't feel qualified to have that conversation. They're bad with money, so they're just going to teach their children to be bad with money. When, in fact, I believe it's the opposite. E even if you are bad with money and you are in lots of debt, your child is not in debt yet. They're not going to carry on your burdens and they should not be carrying on the to. sins of the father. And so if you show them where Why you... just the father? <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if, you, if you show them where you know you've gone wrong, you know, I've always believed that I'm not good with money and this is where I've gone wrong and I've got too much debt here and I've got too much debt that I don't want that for you. So I want you to understand what I do and don't do everything I do. If I could re -back, go back and do it again, I would do this differently, this differently, this. Have that conversation. Don't be afraid of it because it's really important because you'd be amazed at how many children resp will respond really positively to that sort of conversation. It helps you strengthen your own personal relationships with your children and creates a bond, but it also kind of forces you to learn more because I think it's so important, Kieran, to explain to children where money comes from, how yep. it's earned, what the different mechanisms are, uh, be it employment, self-employment, okay, being an entrepreneur uh, or doing something else, uh, and giving them a, a, a good insight into the history of money, which most people don't know, by the way. Yeah. And it's, I, at the outside the scope of this particular episode, we can cover that on a different episode, by the way, which could, which could be useful. Okay, where did money? originate from and, and, and how does this kind of system work, generally speaking. Uh, oh, so it's going to... I'll cover that really, really quickly for you. <laughs> Go on then. I, 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 <laughs> because I have done this study, I, I can sim simplify and bring it back. Money is fundamentally a posh barter system. Mm -hmm. It is, yeah. That's all it is. I will give you X for X. Exchange, yeah. I mean to exchange, yeah. Uh, and, but explaining that to children, and then I think having physical cash... I think has still a lot of importance. Yes. Both in terms of saving, seeing it around, uh, creating an abundance mindset with cash being around. And I'm talking about hundreds of pounds, just coins and you know, the, some, some of the smaller uh, notes uh, where the, they see it everywhere in the house. Yeah, it, it, it normalizes it. Rather than it being scarce. Yeah. And I think that they're not comfortable with used to seeing like, anything new. When you see it for the first time, you have a different feeling towards it, whatever it could be. Yeah. When you've seen it so many times, it's just second nature. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, very normal. I mean, growing up, we had, you know, those old um, big wine things they store wine in to make the wine, the big jars. We, we had one of no, the... Why do you think I would know about big wine jars, by the way? No, I, not you, but you've, you know what I mean. The, I know You're you, talking to yourself, are you? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I realize, I realize who I'm speaking to and then go, yeah, you'll have never made your own. No, of course not. Okay. So you can get these big, they're like 25-liter jars. They're good for terrariums as well. You might have seen them in um, for plants for terrariums. Mm -hmm. um, 
But as a, as a I might have seen it in, in a Western movie, by the way. Yeah, that too. Hmm? Um, but growing up, my mum had one of those that she put coppers in. Just coppers, two piece and one piece. And now as an adult, I also have a jar. Guess what I used to have? What did you have? You know the answer. It's big. A safe? Coke bottle. <laughs> big ones. Big Coke bottle. You should yeah. have known that. I should have known that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, it only ever held coppers. And, you know, periodically, you know, I would get to count the money because I enjoyed that sort of thing because I'm sad. I enjoy counting money. Don't ask me why. Um, but and that big 25-litre jar would only ever amount to 25, 30 pounds. Now, as an adult, I think about money completely differently to my parents, and I know I do, because um, I also have a jar, but that jar doesn't just have coppers in it. That jar has whatever cash, notes, pound coins, whatever, is in my pocket when I get home. If I need cash when I'm going out, I go out and I withdraw more cash because there is an abundance surrounding it. Yeah. And then every so often, because I am a massive child and I recognize that, I take that jar of cash that is at home and I'll buy something nice for Charlie or we'll go to the arcades at Huntstanton Beach. We'll get fish and chips and then, you know, we'll go to the arcades and I will do what I couldn't do as a child and just feed a machine because it's fun. Mm. But I know I can do that now. Yeah. But you weren't having kids because you've, you've made that investment, that, yeah. that saving. Uh, and I, I think it's also very important, Kieran, uh, to talk about the difference between need and want. Yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, prime example there. I want to spend that money in the arcade. You don't need to, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> but most things people really want, but they think they need. Yeah. And yeah. want uh, one of those desires, which in a way is never ending, because there was something else that you want bigger, yeah. better, different, new, ne- shiny need is object a in very, the very strong word. And I think people underestimate how strong need is what do i need i need food every day now i don't need michelin star gourmet food every day but i do need water and some form of sustenance yeah that's a fundamental need of life yeah i do need somewhere warm to stay at night i need to pay my bills because you, in, yeah. there are consequences if you don't. But I mean, linking that with other ones where children want more toys and more games and more consoles and more this, more that. Uh, so I know we talk about financial independence or financial freedom. For me, I think the, the, the key difference is financial discipline. Even when you've got the money, say, okay, where's the best way I can spend this? And I'm not just talking about investing every single penny because uh, I think that would be quite sad too. You've got to have some fun, yes, whatever yeah, fun may yeah. be. And we, we've talked about this before where everybody has the one thing that they like, that, yeah. that, that they spend more money on than anything else. Yeah, and sometimes... It's a, a hobby or activity yeah, or, yeah. Or, or something that they, they partake in. Yeah, and so, some, sometimes it's an unreasonable amount of money and they recognise that. As long as you recognise it yeah. and, you can, and you're okay with that, yeah. fine. 
Yeah. But, but you've got the discipline to go, okay, so... Otherwise, life would, life would be yeah. dull, wouldn't it? Yeah, very, very, So very I think dull. having that one thing, uh, I think it, it's cool. Uh, I mean, for you, it's Coca-Cola. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I drink litres every single day. <laughs> Thanks to people like you and others who just keep <laughs> topping it up. Uh, and, uh, but, I know you've even got one here in the studio. Well, I left in the car. But uh, I think... Uh, the, for the, me, it's coffee. The discipline. <laughs> well, that and something else. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, it's important to teach discipline because then you can make the right choices. Yeah. And I think one of the... And when it, when it comes to that side of discipline, I think something that if you're undisciplined with money is very difficult to get your head around. But say, you know, the new phone is coming out and you want the new phone because you need to be at the precipice of technological <laughs> phones. Bragging rights, you mean, yeah. I mean, does it still make a phone call? Does it send a text message? Does it take photos? Okay, you're golden. Um, but that aside, if you are that person that needs to have the new phone, and okay, fine, you want the new phone, you can have the new phone. Can you afford it now? Uh, no, I've got to get it on on tick or on the never never as it used to be called. Mm. Um, okay, so so you shouldn't have it. You can't afford it. Okay, oh. But I've got to get it now. Well, why? It's on offer. Because I, I want it, whatever. It's on offer. Okay. So, so it's, it's half price. Okay, but you still can't afford it. Yeah, but still, the money, yeah. You still haven't got the money. Oh, yeah, but prices are going up next year. If I wait till next year, it will be 50% extra. Okay, but next year, will you be able to afford it? Oh, yeah. I would rather wait till next year and buy it at a higher value when I can afford to buy it than get myself into debt now. But that's the discipline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what I mean. That's the discipline is knowing that, yes, you could have it now, that instant gratification. But then comparing, you know, so much, as you've seen, some phones cost a couple of grand, some even more than that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and so you think, well, well if I buy a, a £250 phone, and rather than spending £2,000, and even though I'm going to pay £50 or £100 per month towards that phone because I'll put a two-year contract on where the figure may work out to be. Uh, and if I invest that in two years' time, what's that going to look like? Yeah. Okay? And that will help you afford the new phone probably, okay, or get you towards that. Uh, and if you think like that for every single cost that you have, where you've got a choice, okay, uh, you're soon going to be in a position where you're going to be, be investing quite a bit of money. Yeah. Irrespective of how much you earn, as long as you've got... Because every time you make a choice, you can have something cheaper. Yeah. I'm not saying live a very frugal life, by the way, because as you know, I'm the last person to be preaching that to people. Uh, but, okay, live well within your means, which is what I talked about yeah, last week when you weren't here. Yes. It's ex incredibly difficult to do within your means. Uh, below your means is even yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, below your means is even harder. Uh, and because there's so much temptation, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I mean, but it, 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 I mean, uh, over a period it, it, of time, uh, it, it's a huge, huge difference to your life. Well, I mean, go back before I became financially literate. My phone bill back in the early 2000s, we're talking 2010, 2012, 13, things like that. Was my phone bill on a month was probably 
50, 60, 70 quid because I had the latest handset. It was all bundled in. It was all, you know, all the rest of it. And now, when when my provider texts me and says, your the price of your plan is going up next as of next month, it's going to be X amount, yeah. twelve pound. I'm like twelve pound. Absolutely not. Can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I find a better deal? I save up and I buy the handset outright. And that handset, this handset has lasted me since 2019. And You're doing I have no intention of getting rid of it. I have no intention of upgrading it. Not at the moment. The phone works. Ultimately, and I'm in a, I'm in a nice position now where I can logically look at the phone and go, what do I need my phone to do? I need it to look at emails, look at social media, the social medias that I'm on. I need it to make phone calls, send text messages and WhatsApps, and maybe watch YouTube. And partly you've been there, then that, but partly because you become more financially educated, literate, uh, you've uh, now seen better alternatives and options. And I think with that, uh, we were talking about children, is set savings challenges for them. Yeah. Where they look at uh, how much they can save and what kind of a return they can get, uh, and you can then participate and say, if you achieve X return, I'll give you Y, or when you get to £200, okay, uh, return, I'll, I'll match I'll that match and give that. you £200, yeah. okay? I mean, you'll have the, that child's uh, attention, oh, uh, and they're going to be you really will. going for gold. Laser-focused. And yeah. just nipping back to the phone analogy that I was just saying, is when that comes to children, when you look at, you know, children, because yeah, having the latest handset is street credits, you know, it is bragging rights, but if instant gratification around a bad way, isn't it? Yeah, but if you can get them to the point where, okay, I'm at now. If I'd have got, to the, if you think back, you know, I spent maybe ten years on that. Call it fifty pound a month plan. Ten years, that's six hundred pound a month. Six grand. Six thousand pound. Now, ten years on my current plan at twelve pound a month. Is what? 1200 Yeah. I could have saved and invested £5,000. Yeah, 4800 Plus, and, and 4, 000, oh, that, yeah. over the 10 years, it would have grown Yeah. Uh, exponentially and, after a, a certain tipping point. And this goes back to what we were saying earlier about start young. Because if you can start that, that sort of thought process young in children... Game changer. Absolute game Because you'll have a better life, Kieran, when you get to a certain age, depending on when you start. Let's say a child starts at the age of 10, for example, okay? Yeah. Uh, and by 25, 30, they'll be in a much more comfortable place. If nothing else, okay, the biggest challenge for people in the UK right now is having the money to uh, put down as a deposit for a house. Yep. Well, they'll be in that particular position. At the age of 45, probably, they can afford to, if they want to, retire. Okay? Or they can carry on and build intergenerational wealth, which is what we're talking about, uh, uh, which is the essence of this particular uh, yeah. uh, show, uh, and or the purpose of our existence for, for this show. Uh, and once you get to that place, then everything becomes a choice. Everything do is I a choice. Work? Do yeah. I want to work? Who do I want to work with? When do I want to work? How do I want to work? So on and so forth. Yeah. Very different so to, I've got to wake up and I've got to go to work 9 to 5, you know, uh, and 
it's a very, very different place to be. Uh, and that's why I think it's important to start investing early. Yeah. And I think on the back of that, if you look at some of the wealthier individuals in the world, you know, be it, you know, your Richard, Sir Richard Branson's or all the way to Shaquille O'Neal. So Richard Branson, when his son turned 16, I think, I remember reading the story, he took him out, dropped him in the middle of nowhere, gave him a fiver and told him to make his way home. Mm. Obviously, he probably kept tabs on him, so he knew he was safe. But he was teaching his son the value of money and the value of ingenuity and, you know, doing some work at a farm to get a little extra money to get home. Problem-solving, thinking independently, yeah. what entrepreneurs and what Richard does well. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, none of his children are entitled to any of his money until they have two degrees, one of which has to be a business degree. He's educating them. He's mm-hmm. forcing... Okay, he's forcing them to get educated, but if they if they want his vast wealth... Well, he's enticing them, isn't he? Yeah. If they want his vast wealth... Him. He's got to, you know, and all, all of the Hiltons, you know, Paris Hilton included, have business degrees. She's she's not stupid. Far from it. Uh, and and but this is what you can do. I, I mean, this we're going to something different in terms of legacy. But I know so many uh, business owners and entrepreneurs and, and property investors who, when they create trusts, they have certain conditions. If you get a degree, you get this. If when you when you start earning X amount, the trust will start paying you Y amount. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's uh, having positive behavior that you approve of if they do that, which is f- for their benefit and the benefit of the future generation, you'll get a reward or benefit from the trust. But 99% of these, and correct me if I'm wrong, are encouragements to be educated, to self-promote, to be financially literate. They don't want the money to go to waste. You look at and to work hard and to start investing. Yeah, you look at a number of lottery winners because they've never had to manage that amount of money. They get that amount of money and it slips through their it. fingers. They spend it and, they, yeah. and it just fritters away. But if they've been educated as children, which is you know what we've been talking about, educated as children, even if they'd never actually managed to amass a large amount of wealth, when they became they know wealthy, how to behave. They'd know how to behave. To keep it simple, okay? And so two or three more things I think here, uh, where, where people can involve their children is involve them in the weekly shop. Okay? Yes. So they can see what it costs, okay, uh, and what the options are uh, and uh, get them involved. Uh, I think talking about different payment methods and how they work and which ones work well. Because so many people fall into credit card debt. I think yes. we've all been guilty of that to some extent, okay? Yeah. And it hurts and cripples us and emotionally scars us. Uh, so it, mm. getting them involved in all that kind of stuff and what to spend, when to spend, how to spend it, I and think it's important. Understanding that it's safer to buy online with a credit yeah, card exactly. versus your... Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, all that kind all of stuff, of that you're right. Kind of yeah. Yeah. And so involving them in, in the, those spending choices every step of the way, uh, I think is really good. And we covered this before, but I think it's important in terms of sharing with them how much does it cost to run a house? Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realise when they move into a bigger house how much extra it's going to cost when they say, oh, my cost doubled or trebled and I wasn't expecting that. Well, your house is big. No, didn't you think of that? Yeah. At all, with the gas bill, uh, power, water, council tax, so on and so forth, people don't think through these things because they don't think about them enough. Well, it's, it's why and you have those flights of fancy 
conversations, don't you? Oh, if I came into X amount of money, I'd buy a house with 17 rooms, 15 yeah. bathrooms, a pool room, you know, yeah. a sw- you know an Olympic size. No one talks about investing, do they? But uh, Olympic size. Not enough people talk about investing. In fact, if I won 100 million, if you ask everybody, house, jet, yacht, holiday yeah. home, spend, 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 spend. Someone says, well, hold on a minute, I'd invest it and then get some kind of a return and then live off that return. Yeah. But also, I mean, and it goes back to exactly what you were just saying. Okay, so you're going to buy a 17-bedroom house with 58 bathrooms and, you know, all of this nice fancy stuff and it's all going to be really, really bougie. What's the cost to run that building? No idea. So that that building alone is going to set you back twenty million. But that's why people um, end up broke, don't they? Yeah. From those we were talking about in yeah. terms of who win a significant amount uh, through uh, winning some form of lottery or gambling winnings uh, per se. Okay, uh, easy come, easy go. Yeah. But you yeah. can only. I mean, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg, by the oh, way, Kieran. Really there's is. so much I, we can teach teach, teach children. And if someone's out there, but don't think my child's a teenager. 13, 14, 15, I'll, I'll just start them early. It's still not too late, by it's the way. Absolutely not. Get them involved now. And I, th- I think also there are, I think a lot of banks are now doing a lot more to help young people become financially educated. I know. Or parents know, having hang-ups. Yeah. Because they're not doing too well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know, you know, Barclays, NatWest and Lloyd's, off the top of my head, all have accounts that and you've got go henry and all those sorts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All, but, all yeah. but i think just to finish that uh observation that about which i know uh, you yeah. talked about on the break which is parents fall into debt and in, in their mind think they can fail to some extent and then they don't feel they have the right to tell their children how to manage financial but i think i think that could be further from the truth i i yeah and and if you really feel like you're not qualified then get books on it robert kursaki rich dad poor dad you know, books like that. Napoleon Hill or whatever, yeah. Napoleon, yeah, right. they will be invaluable. Invaluable. Yeah, but just because you're in debt, it, it doesn't mean you're a failure and you don't have a right to talk about your experiences and to teach your, your children. Because if you don't teach them, nobody else will. Uh, and it's simple as that. It and it's, really it's, is. It starts from the home. So uh, if you want to give your children the best education, obviously uh, schooling is good, but I think the financial education to get them ready for life is, is even better. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.